Okay, so welcome to it. Essence of Rhythm is the name of the show. Thank you very much for being here. It is a Thursday. We never do interviews on a Thursday. But I think this conversation is incredibly important. And I think for the fourth and final quarter of 2021, it is always just so important for us to um, prepare ourselves in many ways, spiritually and otherwise prepare. So it is with great pleasure for me to have a conversation with a permanent favorite on the show. His name is Ndutuzo Makatini. He is a jazz pianist, uh, amongst other things that he does. Thank you so much for making time for me. I know you're incredibly busy, but I appreciate it. Oh, it means a lot to be here always. Thank you. Okay. You know what? I want to pick up the conversation uh, very briefly from um, a tweet that you put out in October of 2020. Uh, yeah. Because really the purpose of this conversation is to interrogate some something that's upcoming that I think is yeah. very exciting in terms of teaching us how we can better engage with the music. And that's something that you've sure. taught me, by the way, just how we can better engage with the music and use the tool of sound to to just create a space to grow, you know? So um, you were saying in this tweet, Amatambo, Emma Pusheni, a trip to the underworlds. Bones at a symbolic level represent many things. In this piece, we explore bones in the context of divination. And obviously you were referring to um, an audio clip that 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 you'd put out on Twitter, yeah, yeah but yeah, I think yeah. that is very significant. And for me, sure. I will never, I will never look at the piano the same way again. Do you want to unpack that for us? I'm not a big fan of of collapsing things into the decolonial mode because I I think the problems of locating time via our victimhood is also a problem. Mm. But mm. just for the sake of of the language that is being used currently. You know, some of these interventions are, are really things that came up when I was a student and uh, I found myself okay. studying music, playing on a Western uh, Western classical instrument, mm. studying music that has its histories in America somewhere, and, 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 and having this huge bag of histories, of upbringing, uh, that were important to me that I was not really willing to divorce. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and and so, you know, I started then thinking, you know, what are some of the ways that could liberate the ways that we we come to these instruments, mm-hmm. the ways that we break into sound? And, and, and of course, I, I then thought about everything that I knew before I played this instrument, everything I knew before I even became a jazz musician. And... This everything is is really being pr- brought up within Nguni cosmology mm. or even Zulu cosmology to be specific, where really a lot of the sounds that were created were kind of evoking a paradigm that is otherwise intangible, unseen, uh, doesn't have a language, you know, lacks visuality. So, so these were some of the things that. When I was growing up, music always opened that dimension mm. that otherwise we didn't wow. have a language for. So the notion of then uh, divination is is a way of coming to terms with African cosmology that lives in a kind of duality, which means we are here and elsewhere all at once. Mm. 
that is wise and coded in our greetings when we greet each other. Mm-hmm. Not only we're saying we are okay or, or, or retained, we, we're also saying we are located in space. Mm. So, so there is a way in, in which, you know, African cosmology needs to find a place within the, the terminologies and music. So that, that's really been my exploration since 2001. <laughs> so, it's, you wow. know, now, like, you know, I, I think people are starting to, to slowly listen to it. Yes. And it's finding a, a lot of resonance. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that, like, I, I could be of use in, in terms of proposing new languages around this music. I think it's wonderful. And I don't know if it's the lockdown or I, I don't know what it is. But I think, you know, also the divine timing of the release of modes of communication, letters from the yeah. underworld. Yeah. In, in in April yeah. of 2020, came at yeah. just such at a perfect time when we're all just paying attention. So. Yeah, you know, yeah. and yeah. Um, of course, you know, I've I've always just praised the way um, you have been intentional about uh, putting forth those messages of how we can uh, channel messages from our ancestors. Um, yeah. You know how we can how we can use uh, those methods, and um, I mean you make reference, of course, to your research into you know uh, Zulu cosmic methodology and all of that. Yeah. But I think all Africans, it really is such an of inclusive, course. an inclusive project that is going of to be course. with us for a very very long time. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm really thankful for that. You know, and yeah. and like yeah. you say, um, there's often a, a sense that like through anthropology. Uh, even uh, ethnomusicology, the, the collapse of the the kind of, of differences between the various ethnic groups and, and what they bring to the table in mm-hmm. terms of cosmology. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and what we often don't speak about, of course, they, they just collapse it into a oneness that is very abstract. But what we don't often speak about is the very resonances that are there in words, that are there so, so you know, I've been interested in, in, in a lot of those resonances, you know. For yeah. instance, Ngoma and Malombo, for me, is, is a similar thing, or Mubasa, or Nom in the Khoi uh, languages, or it could be Ashe in the, in the Yoruba cultures. Yeah. So there is a sense in which they, there are all these resonances throughout the, 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 the continent. And, of course, the origin is the same. You know, the okay. significance of pianism in the context of being an African is very important. Yes. And I'm learning sure. a lot from you in terms of that. But let's let's then streamline my thoughts into something very exciting that's happening this weekend uh, with the joy of jazz, of course. And I just love the creativity of, you know, finding ways to still be able to bring live music to the people in innovative ways. Curating, well, throwing the bones. Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah, this is um, it's a very exciting project for yes. me. Uh, yes. It's um one of the things about um, divination, I think, as a system or as a technology as well, right. is, is how it allows us to make peace with the, the things that we do not know, but also making peace with surrender. And I think that's, that's quite a crucial, mm. uh, you know, uh, mm. kind of, well, I could call it like a value um, the thing that allows for people to know that, you know, there's something else that's beyond us. 
that is at play. So, so for instance, I think about the notion of do quite a lot yes. as this cosmic yes. force. Mm-hmm. You know, you speak about like how modes of communication just landed at a perfect time. Mm. So, because I think there is a there is a deeper sense of time that is beyond ours. That is, uh, you know, what what uh, an author like Beatty will call major readings. So, which means mm. the things that are of the cosmos, higher than human mm. human beings. Mm. Mm. So, so the the throwing of the bones is actually a, a way of. Uh, making sense of the work that we can interpret now mm. that mm. needs to go via those systems to for us to kind of reveal the meaning mm. of of what these these words are so i i then thought okay you know the, the piano is a beautiful instrument and and carries a lot of symbolism around um uh divination That's first right. of all yeah. the idea of using the the the, the bones uh, the ivories uh, of of an elephant, you know, it's, wow. it's wow. quite a symbol because yes, you know, in, yes. in 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 my culture, as I've said before, when you give someone the highest respect, you say when I went over. So th- th- there is a sense in in in, yeah. in which we we might re-look at at, at, the, at the piano as an instrument and and kind of connect African symbols mm. or symbolism. So I thought, okay, so if we have three of those pianos, what does it mean? Hmm. But also, in a sense, what would it mean to have three diviners throw throw the bones mm. at the same time? Wow. <laughs> you know, because this is, I think the intensity of it um, is is elevated in a big way. So then I called these, uh, I called these two piano players, and I was also delivered about the three different generations. When I was coming up as a pianist, mm. I listened to Mark Franzmann, you know, mm-hmm. as one of the key piano players when I, was, when I started out. And um, of course, I, you know, I, I wanted to play like him for many years. <laughs> and um, I remember when I came to, to, to Jobek, there was a lot of musicians, including Babu Andile and Nana, who welcomed me, and, you mm. know, and kind of like, you know, shared a lot with me. And when uh, Tandi and, and the generation much later, Linda and all of these guys came, mm-hmm. I, I just felt like I wanted to do the same, uh, the same thing that was done to me or done for me. And so, so then uh, when Tandi first came to Joburg, I was like, okay, you know, let's do a gig together. I think one of the first few gigs he did in, in, in Joburg and we played her music. And so when I was conceptualizing, I thought, oh man, how about bringing all these three different generations of piano players and look mm. at what divination means to each of them? And of course, we had wow. amazing perspectives. I remember Max Franzmann saying for him, what was interesting is the preparation of the divination space, which was so profound. Wow. He said, before you throw the bones, the table must be prepared. I thought that was so profound. And, and 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 uh, Tandi also was saying. Um, you know, it's it's important that we rethink the instrument because she came from a classical background and she has been wondering about what an, an African equivalent or version could be. So this is really exciting and, and we collapse all of this into a sonic experience. So people mm-hmm. really want to see this. <laughs> it's amazing. Okay, so, so it is... Uh, I love the term that you use because you've had a conversation about about this, um, you know, via Instagram with the Joy of Jazz team and the pianist that you're going to be sharing the space with. I love the term uh, collective uh, divination. 
because that is oh, exactly yes. <laughs> that that for me I, I think just that that collective term already unpacks the ideals around what it means to take a Steinway piano, for example, and really make it into an African instrument is we do things together. And yeah. this is going to be such an experience. So as I understand it, it's like a drive-through um, kind of people have to come through their cars to be able to, to see this. Yes, yes. It's a, okay. It's kind of an innovative way. Very, um, very innovative. It's, it's, yeah. it's beautiful. I'm particularly drawn to the notion of, of, of tuning in. I love that. Okay. Uh, so, so you know, and I'm old school as well. So every time you say you, you're finding frequency on, on your system, I'm thinking about a knob that you, you turn yes. until you find. So, yeah. so, but that's pretty much divination in itself, you know? Mm. So, so I think the whole ritual of people finding us via frequency in their cars is so profound wow. to where society is and the need to find each other via mm. these frequencies. Mm. So... You know, I'm, I'm particularly happy, happy with the with the method of divination into into this ritual oh my for the audiences. It's, it's incredible. Yeah, for me, I mean, what you're saying is incredibly significant in terms of how things just tie together and fall into place in the right. In the in, it just perfect for the moment, because it then yeah. just teaches us to constantly look for those messages, um, yeah. you know, just to look for them, and they are there. They are there every single day. We get those nudges, uh, from Abapanzi or Badimu, you know. However, you want to contextualize it. Duduzo, thank you so much. But before you go, when is this happening? I believe it's over the weekend. Yes, it's over the weekend. Um, I on on the twenty sixth. I think we're playing it at seven o'clock, okay. uh, seven p.m. That is, and um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be quite a special one. And um, I think it's worth mentioning the other musicians as well that will be divining with us. Yes, please. we'll have Robin Fassi playing trumpet. Wonderful. We'll have Jose Machene playing percussion. Epic. We'll have Dane Paris playing the drums. We'll have Stephen Tisuza playing the double bass. And of course, the wonderful Mark Franzman, the wonderful Manduli Tandi. Nice one. Oh my gosh. I look forward to it. It's going to be wonderful. Make sure, you know what, if you do want more details, I think the best way to do it is to really uh, go through the Joy of Jazz uh, relevant pages on social media. They will have all the details in terms of ticketing and how you can really get to experience this with the people that you love, the people that really share in this, in, in this rhythm with you. Ndutuzo Makatini, jazz pianist, uh, who also happens to be a lecturer of music at the University of Forte and uh, a successful recording musician who's really just nurturing a beautiful music career. And of course, his latest Blue Note record offering titled Modes of Communication, Letters from the Underworld. Togos, thank you so much. I appreciate this. Togos, 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 Togos.